Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Planet of the Agents. I am, of course, your host, Dave Baker. And you can, as always, reach me by sending me an email, which I absolutely love to get. And though that email address is dave at planetoftheagents.com. Once again, that's dave at planetoftheagents.com. Quick reminder, don't forget to subscribe to this show, of course, and subscribe to the newsletter on the website at planetoftheagents.com. After you subscribe, you'll get access to the agency resources section, where I tell you about some of the software that I use, some things that I've done, some of my favorite uh, programs, and, well, some money-saving tips based on things that I do uh, in my business, because I want to help you not just make money, but actually save some money by uh, sharing my experiences with you. All right. So, as usual, we have so much to talk about. I, I don't even know if there is enough time in a single episode to possibly cover all of the things on my mind at any given time about retail insurance agencies, running your agency, growing your business, and most importantly, doing more than just surviving, but also thriving. So in this episode, as we come close to the end of the year, I think it's a great time to reflect on where we're at where you're at, where I'm at, and ask that all-important question. Is where I'm at right now where I want to be? Life is short. We spend a lot of our time working. And if you think about how many hours a day you actually work in your business or work on your business, you'll realize that it takes up a significant portion of your life. So you want to make sure that it's both enjoyable, successful, giving you what you want, And I know it's a lot to ask, right? But we're going to do our best, uh, each one of us, to to make sure that we're we're working to achieve our full potential, right? So in this time to think, I've put together a few questions that I'm asking myself, and it can also be things you know you want to think about for your agency. Now. You know, do keep in mind that much of my time is spent in wholesale insurance now, although I have spent countless years on the retail side, of course, and currently do assist, you know, retail agency as well. Uh, Focus is, of course, of property and casualty insurance. I I do uh, welcome all you life and health insurance out there who are joining us on the show, of course. We're happy to have you too. Uh, The industries are somewhat different. And like I said before, just anecdotally, I find that I talk to PNC agents who tell me that they sell life insurance and sometimes health insurance, sometimes some of those other types of products, but I don't meet very many life insurance agents that have told me that they also sell PNC products or property and casualty products, but it kind of makes sense uh, just based on the way the businesses are run. Okay, so let's, let's start doing a, a little dive in here and asking ourselves some key questions. Here's the thing. The future comes faster than you think. And with everything that's happened in the last two years, I think that things have moved on and moved forward much faster than many of us expected. And it's tough, right? I mean, it is tough because what we're seeing is 
the on you know the the onboarding or the the invention and uh, presence of so many insure tech companies, so many online competitors now. I feel like there are more online products than I can ever remember seeing. I mean, while that's logical because technology is progressing and more people are interested in capturing their piece of the insurance pie, um, it feels like we're seeing, I see more and more every day. If you want to see what's going on, I mean, are you spending any time like Googling certain types of insurance to see what comes up or searching on different search engines, whether you're using DuckDuckGo or you know, other search engines, just take a look. I mean, put in something like general liability insurance quote and see what comes up. You know, it might catch your attention that some of the carriers that you sell are actually um, on their advertising as well against you. And some are advertising to help agents because they direct the business to an agent, which I'm sure the agents appreciate. But I think you'll be surprised at how many companies there are that sell insurance online, whether it's car insurance, which is probably the most prevalent, homeowners insurance, general liability, E&O. There's so many different companies selling online now. If you haven't looked lately, I really think you're going to be surprised and you're going to possibly get a little wake-up call. So in this time to think, I'm going to throw some questions out there and you can what does my friend like to say, noodle on them for a minute or stew on them, if you will, while we try to come up with some answers. And I'll share some of my opinions. And I'd love to hear from you on your opinions. Like I said, send me an email. And I'm going to have an episode with like kind of a readers write, or a listeners write-in episode. And I'll go over some of those comments. I'd like to share them and get them out there. And then also we can discuss some of your questions. All right. Now, before we get started, don't forget to click that subscribe button. And I'd love to see some of those five stars. It'd make me so happy. So the first thing that I reflect on uh, when I'm thinking about insurance agencies or looking at other businesses is asking myself the question of what type of agency is it that I'm looking at? What type of agency do you have? Here are some high-level categories, right? You could have a personal lines agency, a commercial lines agency, or an agency that's mixed, right? But you have to narrow it down. So let's start by looking at personal lines agencies. And I asked this other question. I asked this a lot to myself as I just drive down the street seeing so many advertisements for personal lines and seeing local agents. Can a personal lines agency survive in the future? Now, I don't mean just next year. I mean, in, what about 2024? Or let's go a little further, 2027. Right? Let's go five years out. What's going to happen then? So when you're looking at your personal lines agency, the first question I always ask is, is it an all auto insurance agency or is it a predominantly auto insurance agency? I find that as the most competitive type of quote because I, my own friends ask me, hey, can you get me an auto insurance quote? I'm trying to beat 40 bucks a month or 80 bucks a month or something like that. And I'm thinking, well, how... How low price do you want it? And why did you ask me about the price and not the coverage? But that's where we're at today. So is your personal lines agency an all auto agency or predominantly auto, like 90%? And then let's go a little deeper. Is it all non-standard auto? The reason I bring up non-standard auto is because it's known generally that non-standard customers have a lower renewal rate. And you're supposed to be building a book of business with renewals. Now, I know there's some of you out there who charge fees, but what would happen if those 
those new customers stop coming in the door. You wouldn't have that opportunity. The fees would be gone. It could really change your life, right? Additionally, as alternative forms of transportation come up, and there's this huge push I hear about for mass transit all the time or public transit, what will the relevance be of an auto insurance company in the future? What about driverless cars? Will they come like soon, sooner than we think? Or what else will change? You know, when it's a driverless car, you'll have different responsibilities, meaning that the owner of the vehicle might purchase some insurance while the manufacturer might have to buy some coverage for their liability. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. But what we do know is that technology continues to advance at a rapid rate. Okay. Now, if you're not an all-auto agency, but you're a personalized agency, is it a mixed agency? Are you selling a good mix of home, auto, motorcycle, watercraft, and other types of products, whether it's Inland Marine for jewelry or whether you're selling a lot of umbrellas? I mean, there's a lot of things that you could package together. The big question is, if you are doing a good job and mixing it up, how much of your business is monoline, meaning that you've only written one single policy? Are you missing cross-sale opportunities? And if you have this heavy monoline agency, meaning, for example, you have a lot of customers who just have auto insurance or just have home insurance with you, are you at risk of losing the clients because they're monoline? Because, again, I don't have a specific number on this, but I can't tell you how many times I've heard that it's harder for a customer to move or they're more sticky or they are more likely to stay with you if they have multiple policies. I mean... It just seems logical, right? If someone has seven policies with you, you'd think they're more likely to stay with you. Partly because it's hard for them to move seven policies, right? And, you know, five or six policies actually isn't that many. Think about it. You could have a home. Uh, if you would have the homeowner's insurance, they might have an auto policy, which is common. Might have an umbrella. That's three policies. Perhaps the, the family owns or the, the insured owns one rental property. That's four. And then they might have a toy, like a trailer, an RV, or uh, perhaps a motorcycle or watercraft or a boat uh, or who knows. There's just so many things they could have. That's how you quickly get to five policies. If you have a lot of monoline business, you might want to think about why. Have you been asking the customers? Have you, have you contacted your current customers? Or at the time of sale, do you even ask them if they are interested in packaging things? Or do you let them know about available discounts if there are any? Sometimes there are many multi-policy discounts, right? We just rattled off five potential policies an average person could actually purchase. And when you think about that, there's a lot of discount opportunities for multi-line purchases. And you can help them reduce their coverage gaps. Are you letting them know about all this stuff? Or are you just selling them one policy? They, they contact you real quickly. You send a few emails. Maybe you talk on the phone. And then you're done. Say, thanks for buying that one policy. I hope your other company or other agent doesn't take this business away from me. It's something to ask yourself. Okay. What about commercial lines? There are so many different types of commercial lines agencies. Are you a small commercial agent? Meaning you primarily sell those $500 bot policies with a, maybe a few larger policies. And by larger, that's just a term I'm using when I say like a $2,500 premium or occasional $5,000 or $10,000 premium. Is that your focus? Are you working in the middle market where you're selling huge accounts of $400,000 premiums, where you have a staff of multiple people working on each account? I suspect, and I don't have any 
specific data here, but I would suspect most of the people who are listening to the show probably aren't working at agencies that give you a base salary of $150,000 and commissions for accounts that are, you know, four hundred to $700,000. But if you're out there, I appreciate you listening. What other types of commercial agencies are there? Well, there are niche agencies, right? And there are hyper niche agencies that might sell one single product. I had heard about an agency that only sells products to the laundromat industry and dry cleaning industry. There are companies that focus specifically on the real estate industry. There are some that focus on pool cleaners. There are some, there are all kinds of agencies out there that focus on different things. And some are very specific and some are broader, right? I see agencies that focus, for example, only on professional liability. And then I'll see agencies that focus on, or, or just companies or MGAs or, you know, different groups. Sometimes, sometimes they're both. Sometimes they uh, work with other agents. Sometimes they work directly with the public. But I've seen places that will focus on, for example, in the real estate industry. That might include real estate agents, brokers, appraisers, and, and the like. Is that something that you're doing? On, on the commercial side, I think, and this is totally just a personal opinion here, but I think that's a good spot to be in when you have uh, niches that, that come to you. Think about how cool it would be if I said I was the only person. What's that example I always like to use? Oh, the, the tuning can't. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be the, the agency that's focused on selling tuna canning company insurance. And if you want to know why, why I bring that up, it's because there was this one time I was driving uh, in Vancouver, Canada, I believe I saw a cannery and it had a picture of a tuna on the side of it. And I thought, wow, what if I was the world's biggest insurance agent for companies that just put tuna in cans? Could I be successful with that? Well, maybe. But think about this. What if you're the go-to agency? Let's say you're the, the only or the, the agency that really markets very well the fact that you sell one exclusive product. Let's think of something really exclusive. How about eyeglass cleaning cloths. So what if you're the go-to agency for people who manufacture eyeglass cleaning cloths? So every time a, a, a manufacturer starts making this product, they might call up another manufacturer and say, hey, where do you get the insurance? Like, oh, well, I know the go-to agency. I mean, these people handle, handle their business for the eyeglass cleaning cloth industry. Think about how much business you could get. Now, in this unique example, clearly there might not be that many people who, who manufacture this stuff. Even the canning industry might not have that many people, but you could have a large number of accounts with a lot of products. This canning industry thing really gets my attention because you're talking about manufacturing, food processing, so you've got your general liability, products liability, you might have product recall coverage, you could have commercial auto, workers comp. I mean, think about if you had 100 accounts like that, what kind of premium could you write? Now, since I mentioned that uh, 100 accounts, I want to touch on something else. Something else I think about is, and I'm just going to use an arbitrary number here. Do I have a 1,000 clients, or do I, let's start over. Do I prefer to have, would you prefer to have a 1,000 clients with five policies or 5,000 clients with one policy? I'd be interested to hear what you think on this. And I think I'm going to put a poll up on the website. So... Uh, make sure you go to planetoftheagents.com and look for uh, the polls. After you subscribe, I'll send you the information on the agency resources section, and we'll have a, a poll in there you can vote on. 
I would think it would be more enjoyable and more relaxing. And, and many of us need a, a little bit of relaxation, right, during the holidays, to have 1,000 clients that had five policies rather than having to manage 5,000 clients or 5,000 households. Can you imagine that? Because you might receive multiple service requests, phone calls, et cetera, from people. So why do I bring this up? Well, I'm concerned about the future, right? I'm concerned about the future for, first, I'm concerned about personal lines agents, especially those that are heavy in the auto insurance business, because I think that the competition is getting fierce. I know that a lot of you out there have loyal customers and loyal clients, and you have thousands and thousands of auto policies. I'm really happy for you, and I'm proud of your success from that. But what do you think about the future? Do you think that more people aren't going to go online or there won't be more integrations? So here's the thing. I'm going to bring this up. This is why I wish I had the YouTube show already ready for you, because you could see the inquisitive look on my face right now as I turned my head and went deep into thought. The internet has been around for a long time. And I know there's some of you listening who have not lived without the internet. And uh, let me just tell you, things are certainly different in this industry since the invention of the internet. But sure, people have been able to get quotes on the internet for a long time. But that's already been around. But what I'm thinking about is all the integrations that are coming. Let me give you an example. I have a friend of mine who contacted me for a quote, and logically he will be coming to me for the quote, and I appreciate that. But the thing is, he purchased a new home. I believe it's from a home builder, and they sent him multiple quotes. So they already had something ready for when he was purchasing his new home where they could offer him insurance and just eliminate the need for uh, his, his agent. Now, you might be thinking, how can they do that? Well, they might have their own agency just for the home builder, right? Think about some other things that are coming. Integrated quotes built into escrow companies where during a new home purchase, someone could just choose from a list of companies that they offer them. I mean, they already have the data, right? So can we compete with that? I'm sure there are some techie people out there, uh, those of you out there who you can build your own APIs and connections or who are willing to pay for that stuff. But I don't find that's very common when I talk to agents. And I talk to a lot of people, whether it's by email or you know on the phone. There's just a lot of there's a lot of technology integration going on. <clears throat> and it could really affect, I think, personal lines agents first. And it, it's, if you don't think it's coming, I mean, I'm already seeing it. I kind of predicted some of this, and now I'm seeing it come to life. On the commercial side, what I'm seeing is small commercial opportunities online where people can purchase quotes online for sometimes $25 a month or a few days or other different um, other different terms and premiums. But here's the thing. I can think of some classes of business where, you know, on the wholesale side, I was getting quotes where the premium would be, you know, $750 to $1,000 for the year. Commissions were okay on that. And then all of a sudden an online product comes along and it's like $220 a year. And it might actually offer more lines of coverage, although the coverage itself might be more restrictive. The average consumer might not be concerned with that. Just think about that. They're going to get your quote, and then they're going to get a quote online that they don't have to wait for someone to respond to. They can just get it. They get instant proof of insurance. There's no application to sign. There's no complex payment process because, unfortunately, a lot of agencies who have to bill the customers um, have difficulty to use systems. 
it's just how it is. It's, you know, the systems aren't as beautiful as the ones you see online. So what are they going to do? Well, a lot of people are going to choose the path of least resistance. So now that we've looked at those broad things, well, what, what can you do? Well, here, here's what I'm thinking. The first thing I like to do in these situations and say, where am I at? What, what kind of agency do I have? What, what's going on? What, what am I doing right now? You know? And this applies to you know, me as well. Even though I work with a lot of agents as an insurance wholesaler, I, I think about it all the time. Am I spinning my wheels most of the day? Am I getting quotes? Am I binding things? Am I quoting things that I know won't bind? These are, these are deep thoughts, and we need to have them. So first, I like to think, where am I at right now? What am I getting? What am I doing? How much time am I spending on things I want to do versus I think those I think I can do well versus those that we think we can, you know, do efficiently? And once I establish that, I can say, well, where do I want to be, right? So let's say you have a piece of paper out. You remember paper. It was that thing that you used to write on before you wrote everything on your computer or your cell phone or your tablet. You can write where you're at and where do you want to be. And then you're going to need to connect those dots, right? What's it going to take to, to make those changes? Let's say, hypothetically, you're a 90% auto insurance agency. Well, that sounds easy to change to me because you can reach out to all those customers and ask them about their home policies, renter's policies, condo and townhouse policies, ask them about uh, dwelling fire, landlord opportunities, ask if they have a commercial business. I think you'd be surprised if some of the opportunities are out there. So if, let's say hypothetically you had 1,000 customers with auto insurance, and I'll bet there's some of you out there who have 5,000, 10,000 customers. What if you were to get 20% of those people to add a second policy or a third or fourth or fifth policy, huh? That could really shift your business. Now you'd have 200 new policies, right? But you'd still have the same number of customers. So you'd be servicing the same people, but you're starting to diversify a little. It's exciting. And, you know, diversification of the type of policies you sell could be good for your future. You know, it might help, it might help you just in case something shifts. What if some revolutionary technology comes out and every time someone buys a home, for example, you know, they're, they're sent five offers, they can just click it, it's integrated into the process, and then you've basically been eliminated. It's, it's tough. What if that comes out and that's all you sold were homeowners policies? I've talked to people who told me they get all their leads from mortgage companies and lenders, and that's, that's something to worry about. I don't want you to worry, though. What I want you to do is figure out what you're going to do. And here's the thing. If you're happy where you're at and you're close to retirement, well, congratulations. But on top of that, you know, this is all just something to think about. It depends where you want to be. The reason I wanted to make this episode is because I talk to a lot of agents and after they tell me the main reason for their call, maybe it's a, you know, maybe they want to get a quote or something. They'll, they'll just mention something else like, whew, what a day. Oh gosh, I spent all day spinning my wheels doing the same thing. And that's why I want to focus on making it better because I hear people say these things and I, I get it. I think we're a lot of us are in the same situation. I think it would be awesome to run an agency where we just sold like a couple industries and sold all the products of those industries or just sold a specific uh, policy. Now, if you're only selling insurance to one industry, obviously there's a risk that that industry could be gone. Like, for example, if you were selling only video rental stores, you have to ask yourself, when was the last time you saw a video rental store? Okay, to be fair, 
I saw one in the small town not long ago. And I don't know if you've watched that special about the last blockbuster. I think it's in Bend, Oregon, which is kind of funny. Um, it's a pretty cool special if you haven't watched it. Reminds you of your childhood, perhaps. But these are things to think about. So what's, what's the takeaway here? Where are you at right now? Are you doing what you want? Are you doing what you love? Is, are, are you exactly where you want to be or are you far off course? Now let's go to the other end of the paper. Where do you want to be? Now, if, if that's the same as where you're at, congratulations, right? But if you're thinking, no, I want to do all these different things. I want to have this diversification of policies. I want to have multi-line policies. I want to have commercial and personal lines active and busy. Well, it's time to lay out a plan. So this is a great time to do that, okay? It's the holiday season. I don't, I'm not saying you should work on you know, Christmas and New Year's, but why not take a little of the slow time and lay out a plan? Because sometimes you've got to take two steps. I'm sorry, I almost said it backwards. Sometimes you have to take one step backwards to take two steps forward. And it can really make a change. I have made these lists and I have done things like this before. And it's helped me. It's, I also do it just on a, on a micro scale where I say, today I'm going to do these few items in the morning, and they might be related to shifting some of the business. Perhaps it's advertising related. Like, let's say I want to get more of a certain type of customer. I'll say, I'm going to, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., I'm going to focus on uh, creating advertisements just for that. So, with that being said, I do want to remind you once again that you can, of course, send me an email, right? Dave at planetoftheagents.com. Share your thoughts, share your questions or things you'd like to hear about on the show. And don't forget, of course, to sign up on the website at planetoftheagents.com. Join the newsletter. We, I am planning on having a webinar or even maybe just a live hangout for everybody so we can connect and learn from each other and just you know, enjoy the company of other insurance professionals, right? All right, everybody. You should be listening to this episode right around Christmas time. So I want to wish you a very happy holiday season. I hope that you have some time off, get to relax a little. Don't spend Christmas Day filling out uh, PDF forms. Don't spend it getting quotes unless you have to. Have some fun, kick back, relax, have a great time. And as always... Until the next episode, I'm your host, Dave Baker. And don't forget, next year, the YouTube show is in the works. And I cannot wait to see what, what comes from that. All right, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.